the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley. Hello, this is Tim. And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about the third eye and how that can affect your business. Stay tuned. And we're here talking about the third eye in business. So all the previous chakras are assisting you basically to create either either become self-employed or to start a good business. But they're not there to help you start a great business. And that's where the third eye kicks in, is it assists you in creating the, the great business. So I'm going to go back in the day. So we're going to talk a little bit about Kyoga. I know we've talked about it in the past. And I want to go put Kyoga up against personal training studio, up against the yoga studio. And all three of those businesses, or actually all three of those, those aspects, aspects <laughs> made money. They all made good money. But the Kyoga is the one that I started polishing more. Uh, it, uh, it was able to, I was able to actually walk away from it and it still ran. And that's where the third eye was able to assist me in kicking in. So the, the Kyoga is, and I'll go into why here in a second, but the Kyoga was the business that I was using more third eye on. The personal training was there, but as I've said in the past, the yoga studio was just destroying me. And I couldn't use any of my chakras dealing with the, the yoga studio until we made the shift. But uh, Kyoga was around when before we made the shift. And that's one of the reasons why I was looking at it is for Kyoga, I didn't have to be there. I didn't have to be part of it at all. Uh, the people that answered the phone knew how to ask the right questions or the person that was dealing with the computer when people booked. So I didn't have to be part of that. The person that was dealing with all that knew the procedures of what to do in order to book the person and how to get that person to the right direction, the right location. The instructor, she had procedures that we had set up, so she knew how many people were going to be there. So she knew exactly how many kayaks to get, how many paddles to get, how many dry bags to get, everything. Then we had another person that had the procedure of what to do when all the boats went out into the water because she sat and made sure nobody broke into any of the cars because we were in an area that wasn't that close to a regular road. So they were sort of off the beaten path. And then we had another person and his job was to do specific things. So each one of them had a procedure to follow. It was a checklist of things that they had to follow and do. And I always remember the last thing on the checklist was smile. You're getting paid <laughs> to uh, teach people yoga and kayak today. And so each person had their checklist. So I didn't have to go and check to make sure they were doing it. They were trained properly. 
each one of them knew how to do their job. I made sure that they knew how to do their job. I made sure that they knew how to teach people how to start to paddling, how to kayak. I made sure that they knew how to read the water. Uh, this the better paddler was the last paddler, so that person always made sure that everybody in front of them was safe. And so everybody had their own list of very specific jobs that they had to do. And they knew how to do them, and they followed them. Now, the, yo the yoga studio, I didn't create those. Uh, I was following the old business plan that almost all the yoga studios had done, if not almost every one of them, and it just was, it had no procedures. It was terrible procedures. Well, it had some procedures, but they weren't, they weren't something that you could really turn it into something better. And then the personal training studio, it had more procedures, but it didn't have all of the procedures. So if I was to go back and look at those three aspects of the, that thing, uh, I would say that the personal training studio was a good business because it had some great procedures, but it didn't have all of them. But the, the instructors knew what to do. The Kyoga was something that we could have franchised because we had everything. So I never had to be there. And that was one of the things that I really liked about, even though I loved doing Kyoga, it was one of those things that I didn't have to worry about because the people that were there, they would be able to deal with it all. And then the yoga studio, I was self-employed. So there's, a, there's three different jobs or three different businesses going on all in the same business of the business because the yoga studio was completely self-employed. If I wasn't there, it went under. Uh, so I always had to be there because it didn't have procedures. And that's one of the things that we looked at when we started recreating the yoga studio. And that was how can we create procedures in the yoga studio so that we don't have to be there. And we started doing that when we started recreating the yoga studio as a hot studio, when we reopened it. Now, and that's where the third eye kicks in. The third eye will assist you to make whatever you created better. Yes. So, so uh, go ahead. The third, the third eye will help you become the observer of what you've created. Like step back and say, honestly, how does this look? Will it does, work long term? It, exactly. Will, how much do I have to be part of this in order for this to operate on a day-to-day -day basis? Did I create a place that I enjoy to work at or work for? Or is it really a project that I worked on, I created, and now I can step away? Yes, and uh, I know that a lot of our friends that are involved in this world are all self-employed. Yes. You know, and one of the things about being self-employed is you're always working for an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, because 
the you as the owner want to see specific things happen. Yes. You as an owner want to make sure that the employee, which is you, yeah, uh, is bringing in money to make sure it, you pay for your bills. You take care of things, but uh, you as an employee might not want to do that. So there's yes. always a conflict going on yep. between you as an employee and you as your own owner. Yeah. So being self-employed, I look at being self-employed as being a business that will not succeed. Yes. Because once you walk away from it, it goes under. It's not there. So if you are, say, a massage therapist, I'm going to use that because that's that's a huge one. If you're a massage therapist and you go to place to place, mm -hmm. you don't own a business. You are self-employed. And if you stop doing massages because you hurt your hand or you got sick or something, you are out of money. So that is self-employed. You're not getting the benefits of being employed by a company. You are only getting the benefits that you've created for yourself. And for uh, massages, I'm going to go to Massage Envy. Yep. That's a business. Yes. The people who created Massage Envy, whether you like them or not, they still give you exactly what they said they will give you. Yep. They're like a McDonald's of massage therapy. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, yep. they still are very ethical because they promise you exactly what you get. They don't promise you more yep. and give you less. They give you exactly what you get. Consistently. You, yep. So you get your massage. Yeah. You get... Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Uh, what is uh, the uh, Swedish massage? Okay. <laughs> or you get the Swedish massage, or you get the rock massage, hot rock massage, or you get a deep tissue. You know what you're going when you go there. Yep. But as self-employed, you can't always give what they're asking for because you might get sick. Yes. So you don't have somebody to fall back on. So if you are running a crystal store, because we talked about crystal stores last time, yes. how he created this huge business yep. by listening and by talking. Yep. And uh, if you have a crystal business, you should not have to worry about being there. Yes. You should have already set up procedures so that you have other people taking care of them or you taking care of them. So as long as there's procedures that somebody else can fill in on, now you're creating a business. Yes. And so a lot of people have what they call businesses because it's a brick and mortar, but it's still self-employed. And that's what the yoga studio for me was. It was a self-employed. I had to be there. And it was a brick and mortar. And it was a damn big brick and mortar. But I still had to be there because I didn't create the procedures that I did for the other stuff. So... The third eye helps you to really focus on making either becoming self-employed better yep. or making your good business into a great business. And that's where I want to go into it more is by seeing that we need to take a break and we will talk more about the third eye in a couple seconds. Stay tuned. Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content.
Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. So we talked about how the third eye can help create procedures. It, it allows you to look, sit back, as you said, the observer. Mm -hmm. It allows you to be the observer and look at your business and see what it's doing for you and what it can be. With that, though, it also helps you to put a puzzle together. Uh, so it gives you the ability to see things that in your business that you might not even know was there. Yeah. So, and I, I want to bring into uh, Henry Ford. He always said, one of his quotes that I love is, if you ask people what they want, they'll just ask for a faster horse. Yes. And that's what they wanted, but he gave them what they needed. Yeah. And what they needed was the car. Yep. So if you're using your third eye properly, you're going to give the people what they want, but you're also going to give them what they need. They didn't know that they needed a car. They just needed to go to a place quicker. They needed to get from point A to point B quicker. And that's what his third eye was telling them. And so using your third eye is not always going to be hearing what they say and giving them exactly what they say. Literal interpretation. Yes. It's yeah. going to be more of hearing what they say and giving them what they need. Yes. And so a lot of people will say, and that's one of the things that we, we were dealing with the, uh, the studio. It was, it was a hot studio. Now we, I want to jump into the future when we created the hot studio and it was doing great and it had procedures. We could leave. Uh, we didn't have to be there. We could take a week off. We didn't have to do what we had to do with the old studio. And we could take two weeks off, actually. We took three weeks off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we didn't have to be there. But I want to go into Hot Yin. Hot Yin was a style of uh, yoga that uh, we had created. Because I Googled, Googled my ass off. What is it? <laughs> Google that shit? GTS. GTS. <laughs> so I was looking to see if there was a hot yen, and there was no hot yen. And at that time, you were going to uh, taking courses with Paul Greeley. Yes. And he doesn't do Yoga Alliance, so, but if we, he did do Yoga Alliance, you'd probably have a thousand hours with him. <laughs> yeah. uh, you spent a lot of time there doing a lot of training on yen. And we couldn't find, but we were talking to our clients. And they all loved hot, and a lot of them loved yin, and, but they all loved hot. And what was interesting is, if you listened to what they were saying, they didn't know that they wanted yin. They just wanted hot, and they wanted to feel better, and they wanted certain things. So we took what they said, and I remember you asking Paul Greeley, and mm -hmm. he said, when you asked him about, what do you think about hot yin? He said, hmm, that's interesting. Uh, I, I don't see why it wouldn't work, but I can't tell you that it will. Try it and see how it goes. So we did. We, we did. We created a hot yin class, yeah. and all of a sudden it was growing huge. So much so we had to add another one, and then add, had, had to add another one. Add, 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 add. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we created more hot yins, but they were created because we were 
we had already focused on our other chakras. Yes. And we were at a point where we could now create better, more, great. Yes. Because I always remember from the book, uh, Good to Great. Yep. Good is great's biggest enemy. Yep. And the third eye literally will help you see, are you doing good and where can you change it? Because we didn't have to create hot yen. No, we were hot, doing good yeah. with uh, hot, hot core and hot, hot flow, flow. Yeah. and people were coming. We yep. had full classes. We yep. didn't have to create it, no. but it was the third eye that said, let's make this better. Yes. And that's where we kicked in. But if you talk to people, they're not, they, nobody said because there was no hot yen. So nobody said, oh, I want hot yen. No. no, there wasn't any. So we had to use what they told us, give them what they wanted, but also give them what they needed. Yes. And you got to pepper that in yep. because if you don't give them what they need, then they're, if you don't give them what they want, they're not going to come. Yes, exactly. But if you don't give them what they need, they're not going to stay. Yes. So the third eye assists you in yep. finding those things in doing that. And we talked about in the episode about the third eye. 48. Episode 48 on how to strengthen your third eye. Yes. So I'm not going into that. I just want to talk about where the third eye can really assist you in your business. Yeah, it gives you the ability to put different pieces of the puzzle together but it's for a puzzle that hasn't existed before no. and that's the trick so you and you cannot be attached to the outcome yes because you don't know the outcome that's the thing that puzzle hasn't been put together before it's information that's out there but nobody has tapped into it yes and that's one of the things and the third eye also assists you in killing projects yes and i don't mean killing people i mean killing projects a lot of the times we would create a project and you know i always i was like wow this is going to be great people are going to yes. love it and it didn't happen it didn't yes. kick in and nobody showed up for it so we had to get rid of that and the third yeah. eye gives you the ability to say oh no big deal exactly it's it's exactly the outcome is whatever yeah, it is what it is, yeah. truly. It gives you the ability to say it is what it is. Not it's good, not it's bad, no labels, no expectations. It is what it is. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we do with this information, where we go from there. Yep. Because, and I want to go back to Kyoga again, we created Kayakercise first yes. <laughs> and you would think i would have thought that that was going to be great kayak to an island exercise, exercise. do body weight training kayak back you know would have thought that would be great then we tried kai chi <laughs> yeah. kayak to an island practice tai chi come back neither one of those no. worked they failed dramatically but i then kicked in to kai yoga so the outcome was who cares exactly the third eye was what was allowing me to not worry about it and test the waters. Yes. Get it? Uh, <laughs> Ooh, pun intended. No, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so I got to test the water to see what they work. Oh, and one of the things is I bought really expensive. I bought sit-in kayaks yes. because I thought everybody that was going to do this already would know how to kayak and they'd want to use good kayaks. Well, it found out most of the people that wanted to do it never kayaked before <laughs> so we had to shift get rid of all the really expensive kayaks and bring in all these cheap 
$250 kayaks mm -hmm. sit on tops, but it worked. Yeah. So I wasn't attached to the outcome of, oh no, they have to use the really good kayaks. I was attached to the outcome of whatever happens, happens. Yes. I guess that's what was attachments there too. So, right? Well, that's a curiosity. Okay. <laughs> you were attached to curiosity. <laughs> and it didn't matter if it worked or not. When we started uh, SUP Yoga teacher training, again, we weren't attached to whether people were going to come. We wanted to try it and see if it would work. Yes. Yeah, the, actually, uh, the, the key to the third eye is to be genuinely curious about about life, about the experience, about how something is going to work. And because then you, you feel free to try all sorts of different things. If you are not genuinely curious, then you, you don't have anything to do. Then all you do is focus at what has already happened. Yep. And you follow the same Again and, and again and again. Exactly, which is madness. You know, doing the same thing again, over and over and over, and expecting different results, right? Isn't that the definition of madness? So, so that's where the third eye is, that you are curious to see, to receive information, and then interpret it in all different ways and uh, see what happens. Yep. So that's... a. Uh, it's that that's where the big shift is happening in life and it all goes back to the experience of being alive and with that i want to go back to what you said is uh, the definition of madness is doing the same thing and that literally is what a lot of the businesses are doing yes they uh they're or the massage therapies or things like that is they are doing the same thing every day expecting a different result yeah. expecting to make more money or expecting to have more clients or expecting whatever and that's 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 where you need to really look at what you want out of your business what you want out of being self-employed and the third eye once the other five are working the third eye will help you really look at and the thing is it, it might be that you don't want to do this anymore yes you know, uh, it could just be that hey this is the this isn't working i will not be able to do this long term and i need to look at something else yes exactly and that's where you need to look at the big picture evaluate where you want to go with your life Mm -hmm. Be able to differentiate the business or the self-employment from the rest of your life and see, see where you want to go with your life and see where your self-employment or your business fit in. Are they giving you where you want to be with your life? Or are they taking you down? Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then step back and observe, become the unbiased observer of your life and your business. Very good. And then go from there. Until next time, much, much love from both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well, adapt and thrive.
If you found today's show helpful, please give us a rating, a review, or both. And subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. As always, namaste kala, which in Greek means, may we all be well. This program, Copyright True Fitness Incorporated, all rights reserved.